Hey everybody, it's Jenny from the new and improved Channel Mom podcast, where we take the best clips from the radio show the week before and put them together just for you. And this week it's about something big for moms. When your child is going through a trial, a difficulty, a setback, so hard on moms, and we really wanna have the best answers for them. So that is why I have invited our counselor for moms on the show to give us her seven best tips for when your child is going through a trial. So I want to set the stage. I was telling everybody on Facebook and as I was promoting the show that my son is going through a trial and that it's the reason I decided to do this show, not because it's all about me, but because I know that a lot of moms, kids are going through trials. And I thought, moms want to know, like, how do I talk to them about it? How do I get them to talk right. about it? How can I help them get to a better place if they're depressed or if they're sad or whatever? Right. And that's why I asked our counselor for moms, Jamie Kirkbride, to be on the show who was at parentingwithpersonality.com. That's where folks can find you. But I thought, let's start with a little musical intro that sets the stage for anybody and everybody, and especially in this case, a parent who's dealing with a child who's going through a trial. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding the broken it'll be alright. But right now, oh right now I just can't. It's easy to sing when there's nothing to bring. Mercy Me, even if that song makes me want to cry because we all have tough stuff we have to go through. Yeah, Yeah. we have. So let me just set the stage by telling you a little bit about my son, Otis. I hope he's not going to get mad at me. I had posted (laughs) it on Facebook and he said, what's the deal? Did you put my injury in the newspaper? Because suddenly he had a bunch of people reaching out to him. Um, First of all, thanks to everybody who's cared about me and my family. And when I've posted various things that we've gone through because people have prayed for us and, and, you know, written to us. And I just am so grateful for that. I'm a mom just like you who's goes through stuff with my children so thank you for that so my son our son is 21 years old he's you know played athletics most of his life and uh in high school and different occasions he got two different injuries one he got in baseball when he got in basketball and in both occasions they were season ending Mm -hmm. kinds of injuries actually the first one he wouldn't tell us that it was a season ending injury it was a torn labrum so he continued to pitch with a torn labrum Mm -hmm. and then he was a quarterback in the fall with a torn labrum because he didn't want to step out of football but then he had to have surgery for that he had to have surgery for a torn ACL and then he uh, made it you know to college and he's on a division three football team and uh, initially he had to sit out he was a redshirt freshman but then he got to play a little bit more last year and then this year is junior year he's finally starting to play more yeah. well we hadn't gone to see him yet because he wasn't playing but this year he started to play so we scheduled a plane trip to go out and see him in Oregon play and and mommy and daddy in the stands and not that he would call us mommy and daddy but um <laughs> and and he I think was 
looking forward to finally being the kid on the field whose mom and dad were going to come down afterwards and say, good job, son, and give him a hug. And mm-hmm. I know he was looking forward to it. Right. And it makes me want to cry just to repeat it. The week before oh. we were supposed to go out there, yeah. he tore his ACL. Oh. And and there, there it was. And we weren't, so we flew out still, but this time he had to be standing on the sidelines injured. Right. And he's going to get surgery in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to go out and be with him because that's what I do. But, you know, in all honesty, he wrote me a text, and he said, oh, my gosh, it makes me want to cry. He said, Mom, I know God is supposed to be merciful. I know he is supposed to be a merciful God, but I do not see his mercy in this. Why does he keep letting me get injured doing the thing I love? Now, initially, I didn't say anything because I just thought, whatever I say, it's not going to necessarily make sense yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought I I, I later came up with all kinds of things that I could tell him Mm -hmm. um, that we all face trials and all kinds of things. And there are always lessons in them and it will make us stronger. And God is shaping you to be the man you're supposed to be and Mm -hmm. allowing you humility and all those things I thought Mm -hmm. of. But I thought I want to have Jamie come on to talk about her trial because you've just been through a trial with your youngest son. And how does a parent walk through a trial with their child and some parents out there are facing really tough stuff like childhood cancer Mm -hmm. or the loss of a limb Mm -hmm. or uh, you know severe depression or or failing out of school whatever some really tough stuff so tell us about what you've been through with your Bennett and then let's take the last you know 10-15 minutes of the show to tell people how they can approach trials with their children whether they're 3 or 13 or 21 right great yes we are actually just two weeks out from a very major skull surgery for Bennett, who just turned five a week ago. And Bennett was basically born with craniosynostosis, where his um, sutures in his skull were already fused. So when he was 10 months old, they went in and did a surgery where they took out a strip of his skull, cut some slits on the side of his skull, and actually took out his forehead, reshaped it, and put it back in. Um, Essentially, it was supposed to grow and become a strong skull, but for some rare reason, which, I mean, they only repair like one a year, and and his was even worse than what they had anticipated. His did not grow back closed, and his skull had huge holes in it and were never going to grow closed. So basically, we went in two weeks ago. They made like a new cover for his skull that would fit specifically into the holes that were there and make his skull strong again Mm -hmm. and you know it was a struggle and and Bennett wouldn't talk about it much being four he played a lot about his anxiety going into it but Jenny it was interesting because one day we were laying on the bed watching cartoons and totally out of the blue at four years old Bennett says why couldn't Jesus just give me a head like everybody else and I thought, you know, we struggle with that from the young, young age of life. Yeah. Why and isn't just God good yeah, to me all the time? Why, why not me? Why, yeah. why me? You know? Yeah. And I, I just, I was so grateful that he would articulate it, that I just said, oh, Bennett, that is a great question. That is a great question. And you know what? You're going to probably ask that about other things in life. You know, mommy's asked that before, like, why can't I have energy like daddy? Or, you know, Carter might wonder, why can't I be shorter like Jackson? Or, you know, Jaden may say, why don't I have a brain that works like Grayson? And Grayson says, why don't I have skin that doesn't have eczema like Jaden? I mean, like we always wonder what God's doing. But, you know, buddy, God has a big 
plan for you. And I can't wait to see how this is part of making you ready for that plan. Yeah. And it's not that we immediately flip to the positive. It's okay to acknowledge the sadness or the fear or the, the worry pain. or the pain yeah. that they're going through. Absolutely. That's part of all this. So Absolutely. we don't have to sweep that under the rug. We can say, yeah. how is this making you feel? And actually, yeah. that's one of your points is to listen to your kids. Absolutely. So Jamie has seven points for helping a child through trial to triumph. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy fix, but these are mm-hmm. seven points that I thought moms and dads, frankly, would like to hear. We won't necessarily get to all seven, but we'll do our best right. to um, instruct folks about how to deal with this today. And I'm going to weigh in on one or two uh, about some things that I've done for our son, Otis, and what he's been dealing with. So so go ahead. You bet. The first one I think is just important to help them learn the truth about trials. And what do I mean by that? Well, that we can expect to have them. They happen to everybody. It's not just you. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. You're not weak. That trials just happen. And actually, I really do. When I, last year, I went through stage one breast cancer, and it was like a relief to me to be able to say, in this world, you will have tribulation but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Jesus yeah. warned us, like, you're not going to get yeah. out of here without trouble. No. So it doesn't have to make you feel particularly punished yeah. or more self-pity for yourself Picked than anybody on, else. Picked or, on. Yeah. Like, why me? It's like, look, he told you, so this is your trial. And right. I, I don't want to be too hard about that because that's hard to say to a kid. Yeah. But, and, and but we're all going to have... Yeah. You say it gently, you know, um, buddy, I just want you to know you're not alone. You know, there's other people going through tough things that are going to understand what you're feeling. Or I've been through tough things and I understand what you're feeling. You know, I think sometimes just normalizing that the trial is bad and it feels bad. Yeah. You know? uh, the truth is, is that we can grow and learn from them. Like they're, it's not going to ruin you. I promise it's not going to ruin you. In the end, you will be really strong. And I know right now you can't imagine that. Okay. But, but God's promise that he's going to, you know, bring this all together and that it will help us in some way. So I want to review. So number one is tell your child the truth about trials. Right. That they're going to happen on this planet Mm -hmm. and that everybody faces them, that you yourself have faced them. And maybe even, I know you're going to say this later, but that they've gone through them before and made it through them. They've had trials before and made it through them. Well, now if they're three years old, maybe you can't say that, but you know, you can tell them, you know, Bennett, I remember when you were a baby and you went through this, you know, it, it kind of hurt then and it wasn't fun then, but you know what? The next day, buddy, you were smiling Mm -hmm. and a year later you could hardly even tell it had happened and reminding them. Yeah. Even if they don't remember. So that's number one. Number one is help them learn the truth about trials that they happen. Number two is tell them that kind of help them talk and process through it. And you know, that's different at every age, you know, at four Bennett didn't really want to talk about it. In fact, he was kind of anti, you mentioned the word surgery. I'm going to leave the room. And I, I just said, that's okay. If you don't want to talk about it, that's all right. But if you have questions, come and ask me. But for the weeks leading up to his surgery, we played that we were doing surgery on his animals. And he would play out his anxieties. He would ask questions. He would cover things. So, you know, maybe when they're young, they play it out. At some stages, I think we ask those open-ended questions. Not the yes and the no's, but, you know, what are you thinking most about this situation? Oh, that's good. That's good. Not just a yes or no question. can can you tell me, is there something in particular? that's the toughest about this and then be willing to listen absolutely. even if it takes two minutes of silence till they answer absolutely that was my next one is that sometimes at certain ages we just have to be quiet and listen like sometimes our presence i know this is going to be a shock our presence doesn't feel real cool mm-hmm. but they still need our presence and so just kind of saying you know what i know you don't want to talk about it but i'm just i'm just here for you so 
if we just want to sit in this room and watch a movie together, I'm good with that. Yeah. If you want to play on your phone and you just don't want to be alone, I'll just sit over here. That's good because I, I immediately wanted to launch into the lessons with our son Otis. Right. Um, but it would be better if I just listen first to see how he's yeah. feeling. Now, he's a 21-year-old male, so he's not keen on talking and he's not to, to the wee hours of the night. <laughs> and, you know, and he won't play with you yeah, either, Jenny. That's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So, so those are, number one is let them know the truth about trials that they happen to all of us. And then help them to talk about it and, and just be present and listen to them as they're doing so. What's right. tip number three? Combining three and four is to help them understand they've experienced trials before and that, you know, maybe you've even experienced those and that you have learned from them. You know, um, I think back to when my husband and I had the surprise of number seven. I mean, we thought six was complete. We were sending our oldest son off to college. We thought that was a logical stopping point. And five weeks after he starts college, we start over with a brand new baby. I mean, that was not exactly what we had planned. Mm -hmm. You know, that surprise was something that that really took us some adjustment. Well, this year, my oldest son and his new wife soon into their marriage found out they were expecting a surprise. And, you know, I'm able to understand that at a very different level. God provided for us. You know, we can see the blessing of Bennett and that it was maybe not our original plan, but what a special blessing that has been. Yeah. You know, I was reading through Job today and, and we don't know God's thoughts and something might seem like a punishment or a, a tragedy, but if we could really back up into an oh, eternal yeah. perspective, there are so many beautiful things that unfold the beauty from ashes thing. Yeah. And I think of two quick things and then I want you to move on with your tips. Having gone through breast cancer last year I, first of all I have to say I, I was very grateful that it wasn't extremely serious it was stage one and I only had to have a lumpectomy and I didn't have to have chemo and I don't say that in a bragging way I say that with gratefulness for God's grace and all that but nevertheless I had cancer and nobody wants to have cancer and I think right. you know what it, it taught me so much about humility about grace for others who are going through trials about just being like everybody else oh, not yeah. being like uber mom like you know what I had something too and and then secondly uh, this is a really quick story and then I want you to get on with your tips Years ago, when I was in television, I so badly wanted to be an anchor more than a reporter. So I used to, in every station I was at, say, oh, you know, you should make me the anchor. I mean, it's embarrassing to even say that now. But I now see God's great plan in not allowing me to be the anchor. Now, Otis wants to play college football, and he doesn't understand why God has allowed him to be benched a number of times. He thinks right. there's a, it makes no sense. I now see... The, the beautiful grace in God not allowing me to become an anchor mm -hmm. and, and keeping me back as a reporter. I do not think that I would have been a mother that was willing to leave television if I had ever become an anchor. So I am immensely grateful now that I got rejected oh, yeah. as an anchor because I could walk away as a reporter. I just could. Mm -hmm. And so I want to say the same thing to my son. Like, son, you think you want to play football for as long as you possibly mm -hmm. can, but you don't know what's waiting for you on the other mm -hmm. side of that and, right. and, and not being able to play. Maybe he's mm -hmm. taking away to give you something else. And so th those are my quick lessons that right. we can draw from our own stuff, our own lessons oh, yeah. to remind them that there is good from what feels like it's bad. Oh, yeah. So so lesson number four, the next one, help them look for God in the small things. You know, sometimes um, God just sends little things our way just to remind us of his presence, just to say, I see you where you're at. I care. And just really praying for them and with them that God would open their hearts and their minds to not miss any of those. Yeah, the little gifts. I, yeah. I experienced those when I was going through my trial, just like, yeah. wow, all the beautiful ways in which he loved me through that. Oh, yeah. And they may be the most small, insignificant 
insignificant thing you can think of, but you know it's a gift from God. Um, I think next of all, help them remember how God has been faithful before. We have what we call a blessing box in our house, and it is a physical treasure box that we put things in to remind us of when God has intervened, when God is blessed, when God has healed things. We had a fire that surrounded our house all but like 100 feet, and God spared our home. So we have a picture of that. We have a picture of my mom's horrible near-fatal car accident where God spared her life, a picture of the tractor that had been on top of my dad but did not break one single bone of his body. Um, You know, Grayson had kind of an interrupted SIDS event and the blanket that was covering him up, and God spared his life, and he's healthy and whole. Um, You know, Bennett's birth and the surprise of that, you know, his (laughs) whole birth announcement. And uh, now, just from lately, the, the piece of skull that the replica they used to make his kind of the shield for his skull. And so all of those things go in that box. And I think, you know, it's a constant reminder of us when we question, does God care? Does God see? Does God answer? We physically go back to that box and we remind ourselves. Yeah, because, you know, the Bible verse, God works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. It's kind of hard to say that if you don't have evidence uh, and look back on the good that has come from your ashes in life, the beauty beauty that has come out of it, the things you've learned. And such a beautiful thing to walk through that with your child. Remember when... This worked out this way. Remember when we learned this from right. this thing? That, that's good. And I think you touched on this before, Jenny, but I think helping them keep focused on God's purpose for them and that whatever they're going through now might be part of preparing them for that bigger plan. Yes. You know, I remember when my oldest son was in his senior year of high school and he had helped lead the team as someone who had come in for an injured quarterback and helped them have an undefeated year. They were supposed to win state that year and they lost their first game in the playoffs and it was a devastating mm-hmm. loss. They had many team injuries and hadn't been one of the games that he was most proud of and I mean it was like something unimaginable that happened and it you know he had hoped to accomplish certain things and have a certain ending and it wasn't that way yeah and I think you know that's hard for kids yeah I mean God just helped me see this week how you know things turning out different than you had planned he had his first bout of practice with that back then and now he gets to kind of reshape his idea of okay maybe we won't accomplish a certain amount in our bank before we have a baby or maybe Maybe won't, won't accomplish, you know, four years married before we have a baby. But you know what? This is God's plan, and I can embrace that. Yeah. And God's going to provide, and God's going to see me through this. And I, it was just neat to see how God kind of allowed him some tough opportunities to learn and trust God's hand. You know, I, yeah. I, I think I, it's important to let them wrestle with that a bit, Jenny. I think when is. they wrestle with it, then when they can finally embrace it, it's very real to them. The wrestling with God metaphor in the Bible is actually a beautiful thing oh, that, yeah. that He allows it. And, 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 and can handle it. Um, and, and I even go to uh, something that happened in my life. I hope this doesn't seem insensitive, but I had a miscarriage between my son, Otis, and my daughter, Georgia, which I mourned and didn't understand. And I thought, God, why didn't you save that baby? But I probably would not have had my Georgia right. if I'd had that other baby, which isn't to say Georgia's better than that other baby, but I think I would have never known Georgia. I would have right. never been having the pleasure of raising my daughter. So Absolutely. you do see the good from what yes. might seem tragic. Uh, And so we have to remind our kiddos of that. So we only have about a minute or two left. I think last just help them memorialize or mark how that trial turns into a triumph. I mean, however it turns out, however God meets them, whatever God shows them, maybe you have a blessing box. Maybe they write in a journal somehow marks for their remembrance how God does see them through it. Yeah.
And the things we learn, we do not, it's, we're bad at learning without pain. Right. And I think what kind of a person, not that I think I'm an absolutely stellar right. person, but what kind right. of a person would have I been had I not gone through all the pain that I've gone through? Well, it's interesting to see that our pain often relates to our passions and our purpose. Oh, yeah. And if you think of that with your children, it's almost exciting to just think of the big plans and purpose God has yeah. for them. Yeah, this is preparing you for something you're going to do. Far greater. Absolutely. And I see that in my son. I see that this is preparation for something else. Yeah. And that Prayers for Otis. We'll be praying for him. Yeah. He's just, it's more the discouragement than the surgery. Oh, but yeah. but now he has to go into the other knee potentially to get something to fix this knee. So, <laughs> yeah. Please oh, pray for Otis's discourage, discouragement. I'd be honored. <laughs> so how do people find you, Jamie? And how do they find these lessons? Parentingwithpersonality.com. And if you do parentingwithpersonality.com slash blog, you will get to my blog where this month we are actually focusing on ADHD awareness. And I know, Jenny, that's next month's show. It is so next month's show. So if they want to go there and get some tips, some resources and it's for any child with learning disabilities honestly it doesn't have to be adhd now this show you're also going to write a blog for but i will promote it to everybody on facebook so they can find it will be a future blog and we'll make sure you have access to that and it's free resources as well beautiful parenting with personality.com and uh, thanks so much for helping us you bet help our kids through trials okay just a couple quick notes i just want to remind you that uh, if you need prayer i would love to pray for you i talked about otis on uh, monday mom prayer on facebook Uh, Come tell us what your prayer requests are. I pray for moms on Mondays on Facebook at noon Mountain Time. Uh, our friends in Little Rock and Southeast Alabama, you can join that as well. Facebook at Channel Mom. You can also follow us on Twitter at Channel Mom, or you can like us as well on Instagram at Channel Mom. I'd love to have you just engage with us so we can love on you and bless you and uh, connect you with all of the ministries that we offer for all kinds of moms, moms in suburbia, moms coming out of homeless shelters, moms in prison. I'd love to have you connect with me. I've got an exciting thing. We're going to do something called the Channel Mom Thanksgiving tire giveaway one family from our listening audiences in three states is going to win a set of tires which just about everybody wants for winter and that's expensive from our friend the tire mom she's going to come on and give four tires oh it's such a cool thing meanwhile if nobody has thanked you today and you think you're overlooked as a mom and nobody knows all that you do I am thanking you God bless you for all that you do to raise your children well and all that you sacrifice please know that you're very important have a beautiful weekend